fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live. And I Hi. I'm Reese. And I'm Carly. And this is To Ellen and back. back. So. Um, <laughs> so we are recording this on Tuesday, March 17th. Yes. This will be airing on Monday. And we the don't know what the world will look like on Monday. <laughs> Monday the 23rd. Yeah. We're recording it remotely. Yes, we for the first time ever, Reese and I are not in the same kitchen. Correct. And our guest, who will be shortly revealed, is also not in the kitchen. No, we're all we in are, our own homes because we, are all social we don't distancing. have to leave the house. And so we're social distancing. It's so weird to talk about because I don't know what the vibe's going to be on Monday, you know? No, there's no way of knowing. Hopefully this can just be a, a nice thing for people to listen to and not think about the world for an hour and... Hopefully we don't accidentally say anything horrifying. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. else to say. Well, I think if there's one thing you can count on the L word for, it's to be completely not representative of real life. And so it's just like, it's a real escape. And we want to, we know everyone is really anxious and upset and sad and desperate. And so we didn't want to stop giving you podcast episodes because we like to bring joy into your houses and ears holes. Yes. So we're doing it. It's happening. We're doing this. Um, this is our season three recap slash wrap up episode, I guess. Right. It is. Yeah. Um, and we have a very special guest all the way from her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome back to the pod, Brittany Ashley. Uh, so good to Yay. be over here. <laughs> <laughs> Love to be at my own home. Yeah. And you know, like we talked about earlier, there's nothing more relevant in this current moment than the L word. <laughs> right. Yeah. Season, Season three, three of the L word, which originally mm -hmm. aired in 2006. Because, you know, much like our country right now, this is when it gets really bad. You know, <laughs> I have no sense. I normally have no sense of what time or day it is, but I my sense of that is so destroyed at this point. I feel like right. this has just lobotomized everyone. <laughs> like nobody yeah, knows how to talk about anything. It's kind of just like, yeah, it's just a yeah. lot of like nodding. and Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, Reese, you want to introduce the yeah, survey? Yeah, get into it? Yeah, let's let's get into it. All right. So as you know, we did a survey of our listeners. Uh, you chose the options. And now we're going to count down the top 10 worst and the top 10 best moments of the L Word season three. Brittany, what would you guess would be in the, what, do you, what are you going to guess would be in this top 10 worst moments? So, I mean, obviously Dana dying was one of the uh, worst. <laughs> um, I'd also say... Shane leaving Carmen at the altar. That was uh, pretty not mm -hmm. good. Um, mm -hmm. Alice being mm -hmm. absolutely batshit. 
that was um I actually just to refresh my memory, I rewatched the first two episodes of this of season three today. And I remember just being like before I watched it, I was like, Oh yeah, Alice was like kind of sad. And then rewatching, I was like, Oh no, Alice was out of her mind. <laughs> like yeah. I forgot how yeah. bad it was. Like I rem- I yeah. Um I'd all And that goes on for many episodes too. Yeah, no, they don't let that die. No. And I'd also Just Dana. S- Dana's the only one who gets to die. <laughs> I'd also say how Max was portrayed, the like the aggression and how mean they were to Max as well. I, but I there's only like a couple moments that I can point out like the lo- like the lobster <laughs> dinner. Oh yeah, lobster <laughs> dinner. Lobster dinner. Yeah. Yeah, those I would say are for sure up there. Yeah, those are all terrible. Without a doubt. Re, should we start start the countdown? Number 10. Max throws thousands of dollars of cash money at Jenny and screams, this won't even pay for one tit. It's $3,452. Wow, that's so much money. It's crap money. You won't even pay for one tit. Where were all your rich friends last night? Where were all my rich friends? Helena Peabody could have paid for my entire transition, which she pisses away in like a day. I mean, yes. Do you generally pay for the pair? <laughs> um, I just had top surgery and I paid one sum for the whole procedure, which was for the pair. So there wasn't an option to just do one? No, because I had no desire to have one boob. Right. <laughs> I needed them both gone. Mm, interesting. Here's what I want to know. What happened to all that money? Does he get top surgery in season no. four? I don't remember there being a top surgery storyline. No. Do they just forget about that he wanted top surgery? Yes. It just cuts to Max eating lobster by himself. <laughs> <laughs> he spent all the money on lobster dinners. <laughs> Fuck you guys. He's like, now I can take all of you guys out for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can all order fries. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Tina has sex with Henry in her house. And meanwhile, Bette calls her screaming from a silent retreat. Hello, Angelica. It's, it's your mama B calling. Um, I just wanted to call you to tell you that I love you and I miss you. I just, I can't stand this anymore. I, I'm supposed to be on this silent retreat and everything just seems so loud. And my loneliness is just so loud and I can't stand it. I just want to come home. I want my art. I want my books. I want my things. I want my house. I just want to be able to kiss you goodnight. <laughs> I just... I want my life back. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. 
Yeah, that seemed a very counterproductive. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it worked. Speaking of Silent Retreat, did you yeah. two hear about how Jared Leto <laughs> yes. was yes. in a 12-day retreat and then found out about COVID and was like, oh, no. <laughs> I felt like I read that this morning. I felt like I could like see it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i was like of all the celebrities to have this experience yeah. this is it's maybe Jordan the Cattle funniest yeah 100 yeah it would be so disorienting i mean it was disorienting to watch the story progress yeah you know oh jordan <laughs> maybe i just want it dumped all on me at once honestly yeah i'd like to know i'd like to outline of the rest of the season if i could have that because you know <laughs> who probably is one of them well, i mean he, you know who is one of the safest people to be around right now big J. He's been quarantined for 12 days. <laughs> That's true. He definitely doesn't have it. Yeah. Definitely doesn't have it. Um, so as you know, that was bad because Henry's gross and Bet didn't enjoy that meditating. You shouldn't hook up with your new partner in your bedroom that you share with your ex. No. Or your house. Yeah. I thought the that they hooked up in like the bed she still shares with Bet. I, I took offense to that. <laughs> Yeah, that's dishonorable. It's against, it's in the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Number eight. For some reason, another Tina. Another <laughs> Tina one. I don't know how this keeps happening. <laughs> Tina hooks up with Josh Becker in real Vancouver, and he goes, you're so not a lesbian. You know, I never. You're so not a lesbian. <laughs> I love the distinction of real Vancouver. <laughs> I also they love really that in a it. season when so many traumatic things happen and so many people acted crazy, it's like Tina hooking up with two men was <laughs> the top ten. <laughs> she still managed to squeak her way through. Yeah, somehow. She always finds a way. Admittedly, we didn't put the big things on here. Like, we didn't put... Dana like dying. Dana we dies. didn't put. Yeah. yeah, we put like sort of specific scenes because we thought that would be funnier. That makes sense. Number seven. Jenny tells Max she's writing his story because it's really about her. And then he aggressively attempts to take her laptop away. Hey, you're still at it. Mm hmm. Are you still working on chapter four? No, I'm writing a story about you. About me? Yeah, well, not just about you. Sort of, I don't know about us and what we're going through. Why are you doing that? Okay, don't do that. Stop okay, it. Delete it. Don't. My fucking computer, stop hey, it. Hey, don't delete the fucking shit. I'm not okay that. with that. Hey, 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 hey. A lot of, lot of Max on here, too. A lot, a lot of, of Max on here. Max. <laughs> it's almost as if the show dealt with bisexuality and transgender people a little bit wrong. Like poorly, I would say poorly. Yeah. And I'm also going to go out on a limb poorly. here and say that yeah. Max and Jenny were not compatible. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. Great observation. Controversial. I wonder what they had in common. <laughs> um, Wanting to drive 
out of the Midwest. I think they just both needed the escape, but they are just yeah. far too different. He just needed a ride. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But what do you think that we're like, you know, every couple has like their little things they do together. Like what show would they watch? God, I can't even think of, I can't anything, think of anything that the two of them have in common. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anything they could sit and watch together and like agree on. Maybe like Game of Thrones. I could maybe see them both being into horror films for yeah. mm. both very different reasons. I don't know. Also, yeah. maybe Rock of Love. <laughs> I, don't know. I just think that's the great unifier. It's very funny. I've never seen it. Oh, it's amazing. You should start now. You okay. got free time. Yeah, right? You got time. I'm still recovering from I'm still recovering from Love is Blind, which I was thinking about constantly for so long. Yeah, this is um, way better. Number six. Okay. Angus mansplains music to the Betty Girls and Nona Hendrix and Kit. What's the tempo? Well, one oh eight. Yeah, that's wrong. It's too fast. Let's uh take it down to say one oh two. Oh, that's not gonna work. What is not gonna work? That's not going to work. Um, Angus, come on, This whole sequence of events made me feel insane watching. Yeah. Yeah. Angus was a loser, scenes. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, like played guitar at the planet or like at a daycare. Yeah. And was, I was like yeah. giving yeah, I remember them instructions being... and notes. Uh, completely unsolicited notes during their <laughs> recording session. It was mind boggling. Yeah. I feel like I just remember him being a perf- like a musician for toddlers or something. Did I make that up? <laughs> you no. Know, he was a musician. No, that's correct. He wow. performs at Angelica's birthday. <laughs> what a loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, total loser. He also had like the kind of haircut that losers had in that era. 100%. Yeah. You know, you could spot yes. him a mile or like six feet away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> number five. Everybody goes to that fancy dinner where Max talks about lobsters and everybody asks Jenny about her trauma and Alice corners Dana in the bathroom and Dana was wearing a terrible shirt and Beth's credit card gets declined and she's like, oh, it must have been the boots I bought, lol. I know something interesting about lobsters. What? What? You don't have to put a lid on the pot when you cook female lobsters. Does anybody know why? Mm-mm. No. When you cook a pot of male lobsters, and they realize they're in this pot of boiling water, they all start totally freaking out. They're like, fuck, we got to get out of here. And they start making these little ladders and helping each other get out of the pot. So you have to put a lid on the pot to keep them inside. But female lobsters, you don't have to put a lid on the pot because once they realize they're in a pot of boiling water, they all just start grabbing each other and they're like holding each other down. They're like, if I'm going to die, everyone's going to die. Yeah, that <laughs> dinner was the worst. That was crazy, that dinner. But, that, yeah, everything is crazy in that dinner. But I also think it was one of the first times that, aside from, you know, obviously the first season where Jenny is like the outsider that's coming in, this is, I think, one of the first times that the show was self-aware to the fact that all these women are really privileged and are kind mm-hmm. of 
like pedantic and patronizing and seeing in it had to take seeing it through max's eyes in that regard yeah that's fair that's very real yeah it was the first time that they really addressed class also the last time (laughs) (laughs) they were like whoa whoa that's enough of that yeah let's just go back to pretending you know like they're all magically rich i think we should get all of our friends together for a dinner maybe in july um (laughs) and all of us will just be reading lines from the scene and we'll see if anybody notices. I would love okay. that. Do we distribute lines ahead of time? Like assign characters? Yeah. yeah. And then we um, just show and- up and don't say anything about it and just see how the night goes? Yeah. Yeah. Can we actually push that to August? <laughs> I might want to push it to September. In July. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to say in 2021. September. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Coming in at number four. Tim tells Becky the next time they see Jenny, she will be dating a German shepherd. Why did you laugh? You made him feel bad. Becky, the next time we see Jenny, she might be with a German shepherd. It's just brace yourself. What are you even talking about? Jenny. It's classic Jenny bullshit. It's not enough for her to be gay. She's gotta have a girlfriend who's a boyfriend. It's just too fucking much. This is, oh my God. I mean, where do we even begin? Everything in those scenes with them meeting up after the swim meet and then going to have lunch at Pink's Hot Dogs is ridiculous. And also Max is clearly in love with Tim. Yeah. Max Max would have ridden off into the sunset with Tim. (laughs) Yeah. In that moment. At least someone was appreciating Tim. Number three, the social worker visits Bet and Tina, gives a weird homophobic speech about feeling a man's chest, and then faces overt ableism from Bet, Tina, and Alice. <clears throat> no baby proofing. Passionately unemployed. Harbors sexually explicit anti-patriotic propaganda masquerading as art. What about men? Men. You do know that we're lesbians, right? Yes. That matter was fairly explicitly touted on your petition to the state, which is all the more reason why I find the man question critical. I mean, how is Angelica going to know what a man is? All she has to do is turn on the television. They're everywhere. Our child's going to be around a lot of men. But will there be a significant man? I mean, is she going to know one special man's voice? I mean, how is she going to know what a man feels like? What he smells like. Will she ever rub her cheek up against a scratchy, unshaven face? Play with the little curly hairs on his chest or his back? Whoa. Where the fuck did that come from? That was bad. Doesn't it seem like a million years ago? <laughs> that was absolutely a million years ago. And that was bad, yes. There were like a few funny lines, but in general, it was just really bad. That was in the first episode of the season. That's what they were telling us. This is, you're not going to have fun. That was in the first episode? Yeah. Oh my God. Because remember, Alice came straight from her pointless car chase to oh, run into the, the woman's car chase. Of course. And then yeah. of course, Alice has a car chase because why not? I'm sorry. Was that after she was crying during the whole yoga class? 
It sure was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, she did not get centered. And <laughs> <laughs> new. Number two. This is Reese's favorite. Daddy of two tells Lindsay 76 that he's got a little pre-cum squirting out and wants to stick it in her blonde pussy. <laughs> Brittany's face. Oh. <laughs> I wonder what ever happened to him. <laughs> you know? Maybe he's daddy he's of three now. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, absolute worst moment of season three with 72% of readers picking this option as their very worst moment of season three is Kit tells Max it's sad that so many strong butch girls are giving up their womanhood to become a man and that he should reconsider transition. Max, I know what you're about to do is very real, but it's going to be more than just changing your name. There's going to be consequences. Kit, you're my friend, all right? So if you have something to say, you should just say it. I understand some of your struggle, and I respect the choice you're making in your life. But you have a problem. No, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just worried about you. Can't you understand? You know, I've never felt comfortable in a girl's body. So removing your breasts and changing yourself into a man is going to solve all your problems? Oh, I know that won't happen. But people will start to see me for who I am. You know, it, it, it just it just saddens me to see so many of our strong bitch girls giving up their womanhood to be a man. You know, we're, we're, we're losing our, our warriors, our, our greatest women. And I don't want to lose you. I'm not following some trend. What if I live my life feeling white inside? And then the next day I woke up and I could change the color of my skin, the features on my face to become white? Would you encourage me to do that? I don't know. I mean, do you feel white inside? What's white inside? What's male inside? What's female inside? Why can't you be the butchest butch in the world and keep your body? Because I want to feel whole. I want the outside of me to match the inside of me. You'll be giving up the most precious thing in the world. What, my tits? No. Being a woman. Damn. <laughs> Kit, you're straight. Like, this is also... <laughs> yes. I mean... Not at all a part she... of... A... <laughs> right. But it feels... It felt so... It felt so... Interesting why they gave Kit that line. Yeah, it didn't make sense for her to be the one with that speech. Someone in the survey said they had a conspiracy theory that it was originally written for Bet. But then because Bet was going to be in the silent retreat for that episode, they gave it to Kit. Wow. Hmm. So they just really needed a woman of color to say such a mm -hmm. horrifying thing. They didn't so care So they could talk one. about feeling white inside, yeah. Now we continue to... The top 10 best moments of season three. Yay. Because here's the thing. If I could quote one of our readers. There, I mean, listeners. <laughs> it's so weird to talk and have people listen to, to me. It's really weird. Um, 
there are su- a surprising amount of good things in this shitstorm someone tried to pass off as a season of television. Yes, there are fun moments. Brittany, what would you predict would be on a list of the best moments of season three? When you look back on season three with fondness, what do you think Um, about? Just on a more broad scope, Helena becomes very likable and you Mm. feel really bad for her. And I think she has a lot of good sex. Um, Mm. Let's see what else. Uh, Yeah, it is slim pickings <laughs> over here. Uh, Carmen is still in it, so that's good. Oh, her family being really accepting and showing up at the wedding. You know, that didn't end up happening, but that was very sweet. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was a good message, too, because it was like, even if your parents react really bad to you coming out, if you have a really rich friend who buys them all new coats and flies them to a ski resort... They'll be yeah. fine with it. And I think that that is a very yes. relatable story, specifically the ski Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm kind of out of the good ones now. Oh, I think Laura made some good dishes. Yeah. But Laura. Yeah. Sucks. She made a lemon, a lemon cookie of some kind. Um, oh, that's true. That did sound really good. Brittany can't think of any good moments. I mean, I just can't think of any good moments. Helena being <laughs> in <nice>. life. <laughs> I can't think of anything good at the moment. I'm, I, <laughs> It's hard to have any it, positive feelings. Yeah, it's tough because when I was rewatching today, I was just watching it all through the lens of this virus and where we're at right now. And so I was, you know, thinking about like how awful it would be if Bet and Tina got quarantined together and how Bet would probably kill <laughs> Tina. I was thinking about how Alice would just like either try to infect Dana so that they could quarantine together or she would try to get (laughs) Laura infected. Um, I was thinking about how Alice would also definitely like still do the chart because she'd be able to. Yeah, she would. But yeah, it's. Yeah, I think it would probably be the beginning of Shenny. I could see that as well. Well, I, I think that. But Max would be Max and Carmen would be in the house, too. Well, let's I'm saying what if they weren't like what if they weren't there uh the planet okay but i think they all live there the planet would definitely shut down and kit you know everyone would just stand outside with their coffee and look yeah kit would probably make some destructive choices because she has invested so much in the planet yeah um yeah i think that shane and carmen would probably break up because carmen would be around shane and see that you know she is not a good per- like not a good partner i think it, they might break up because shane would be around carmen and feel like she's not a good partner oh or that shane would just be stuck with her all the time which is like <laughs> the last thing she ever yeah wants. i th- like she needs to get out yeah of the and house. i think only having like one option of who to finger i think would would really just drive her insane <laughs> and so she would she would be like patient zero like she would be going around um infecting a lot of people <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Shane would say, get it and then she, infect think, all of West Hollywood. Yeah. I don't think Carmen was a bad partner, but I don't think she was especially, I don't know. I, I don't think they were a good couple, even though everyone else loves them. I think they were no, a bad match. Yeah. Bad I match. Think they were a bad match as well. All right. Top 10 best moments of season three. Coming in at number 10. Shane and Alice play video games with their hair in mohawks. This is how low our standards are. 
Yeah, do you guys blame me for having no answer? So that was cute. That was a cute moment. It was a cute moment. Number nine. Bet yells at some senators about censoring art and wanton distractions. Senator, what do you think you're doing? Un-American. Not as un-American as what you just did. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You know what you are? You're just the latest reigning vigilante, self-appointed cultural watchdogs of the moment, devoting countless hours and enviable resources to this bogus mission of stifling creative expression in the name of patriotism. Miss Porter. And you know what it is, Senator? It's a distraction. It is a wanton distraction, because let's just be forthright and honest about what is truly unpatriotic. Abject poverty is unpatriotic. The failure of our education system is unpatriotic. Lies told by presidents as justification for war is unpatriotic. It is unpatriotic that elected lawmakers failed to acknowledge, let alone address, real desperation. The whole bet goes to Washington stuff is It was really just (laughs) laying the groundwork for Gen Q. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Miss Porter goes to Washington because afterwards Dana Laney says you should run for office. And mm-hmm. she's like, meh, meh. And then later she does and she loses. A listener made this observation about that, which was, I can't believe they wasted Dana Delaney on one of the rare times that Bet doesn't cheat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She should have done it. Should have done it. Number eight. Shane and Sherry pool sex. I am surprised this is only number eight on the list. Are you? Yeah. I'm very surprised it's only number eight on the list because every one of our guests this season mentioned it. Like they were like, yeah. I don't really like the season, but that one sex scene and then wanted to talk about like the strap-ons. Is it horrible that I really don't like, remember I- that scene? <laughs> um, It's mm, weird. It's yeah. a little weird. Yeah. Frankly, it's strange. <laughs> it's like legendary in its own, in its way. Maybe I remember it. I don't know. And it's probably in a shelf somewhere. number seven peggy peabody reunites with her long-lost girlfriend oh yeah i think we know one another oh my god 1974 
we loved this. We loved that Peggy Peabody was invited to be in the wedding episode in the finale. Like having her there made that episode so much better. And also, and all the, the sexual best- attention she had with her daughter. <laughs> yes, that was very weird. Um, but then, but then <laughs> Marilyn was there as the wedding commissioner. And it was fine. Yeah. But I do love that it managed to tie in the chart and all the cold opens throughout the season. Yeah, like the generational like, kind of gaps that yeah. we didn't know how they were going to be filled in. And yeah, it was really nice to see that all play out. Um, and I really do wish they had continued that that motif but whatever i wish they had continued the love story between peggy and Marilyn, who uh, probably yeah. went to like vancouver where could they have gone from whistler maybe they went to seattle and stayed at a fancy hotel and ate sushi in bed who knows <laughs> who knows not us number six when Jenny yelled, we're not faggots, we're dykes, you asshole. Well, there's your faggot, Pat. Come on, Jenny. Why don't you give me a call when you're ready for a real man and we can have some fun then? Sure, dude, no problem. Johnny! Don't touch him! Hey, we're not faggots, we're dykes, you asshole. Fuck you! You're dead! Fuck you! Yeah, that was really her tried rec- to... like claiming her identity in such a way that was yeah. a foil to, you know, the meek kind of uncertain Jenny in season one. Yeah. There was somebody who commented, I see what's going on here. The purpose of this section of the survey is to force everyone to admit that Jenny can be awesome <laughs> and a badass. Well, it worked. Season three, Jenny is delightful. Are you happy now, Reese? And I would like to say that I am. Hell Yeah incredible i mean look i've already gone on the record on this podcast saying that the process of making this podcast has made me look back at my views of jenny very differently and up through the end of season three jenny's pretty great for the most part except for when she's transphobic yeah there's um a lot of problems there but i don't have my blanket hatred of jenny um that doesn't happen until but also in comparison to how horrible some of these other people are i mean it's like yeah Again, slim pickings. Scraping scraping at the bottom of that barrel. (laughs) Number five. The flashback of Dana doing acid at the Tegan and Sarah concert. (laughs) How do you feel? I don't feel anything. You will. who's a lesbian? Dana Fairbanks. I am not. Oh, what a moment. Iconic, loved truly. It. That episode was ridiculous, but the little flashbacks were really fun. Was there ever any reasoning for why they decided to kill off Dana? Um, Eileen Chicken wanted to tell that story, the story of breast cancer. Mm. She thought it was an important yeah. story to tell. And an important story to tell where you have breast cancer and then you die yeah. three days later. Yeah. And you in a, in a episode where everything allegedly takes place in 45 minutes, even though it at least took yeah. eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. So that's why. Yeah. That's our reasoning. 
Number four. Bet fingers Alice at the opera and then pulls her hand out from between Alice's thighs and applauds. That very that is a move that totally wins the butch off. (laughs) If if I've ever seen it, (laughs) the top off that wins the top off forever. Yeah, bet is yeah. It's like bet like withdrew her hand and then was like top, and then she was clapping for herself for winning. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for her to like smell her finger at one point, (laughs) 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 or like clap with her hands really close to her nose, like yeah, or like lean to the to the guy next to her and be like, excuse me. It just felt like a thing that would happen. Number three. Alice has sex with Uda, a vampire. I love that. She is incredible. I mean, I didn't think I was ever going to have sex like this again. It's like she has unbelievable stamina. I don't know if I could keep up with her. We all are big fans of Uda here at To Ellen Back. Big fans of that storyline. We should just a cross section of all the things I really enjoy. Absolutely, yeah, it's perfect. Leisha Haley didn't wear her shirt. Number two, Shane pouts in the dress with her Converse on. A relatable feeling for so many of us. I kind of editorialized there. And then Carmen whispers sexy in her ears. You're not helping me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. That wasn't funny, was it? Let me see. Well, it's okay. Oh, come here. Come here. Does this help you at all? Hmm? No. No? Mm-mm. Quiero hmm. lamberte. Hasta que te vengas en mi boca mil veces. What does that mean? Mm. Hmm? I'm gonna lick you until you come in my mouth a thousand times. (laughs) I would like to share a quote from one of our readers. Yeah. He said, I mean, listeners, gosh! But they also read, they read audio. So so they're not only listeners, but they're also readers. Yeah, that's true. Thank you so much. I like, mm-hmm. I feel smarter now. Um, I have so many feelings about Shane wearing that dress and Carmen whispering in her ear. That scene made me gay. I feel that scene deep in my bones. Before I got to that scene, I told myself that I was just watching the show to learn IDK, but I wasn't gay until I heard Carmen say, but you feel so good. And it was fucking over for me. It is everything. I find it hard to believe that not every queer woman feels the same. The minute I saw that on this list, I went and watched it again. Intense. I love it. Coming in at number one. Carmen does her sexy dance for Shane. You know the one. Okay. Every single person in my family adores you. My mother, she absolutely loves you. I love them too. Mm. You do? Mm Mm-hmm. But I wonder how much they'd love me if they knew I was fucking their daughter. 
Ooh. <laughs> well, I wonder who's going to be doing the fucking tonight because you looked pretty girly in that dress you had on. Mm. Well. Uh, oh. You look a little girly yourself. Oh. Uh. Mm. These two moments are very closely related um, mm. and are by far the most memorable thing. For me, they've always been the most memorable things of season three. Yeah, it sounds like big Charmin <laughs> fans. Yeah. Yeah. If we could just go back to the worst moments. Um, you know what all of the worst moments have in common? What? Men. Well, every single one. Huh. Max, Henry, Josh, Max, Angus. The, the Max, ableist one didn't, though. Tim. But she does talk about a man's chest. The word man mm, was in the moment. Right. Yeah, because they were concerned about Angelica not having any men in her life, specifically. Yeah, so they. So it's really good that they got Angus in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was super yeah. crucial. Because he just. Yeah, the biggest lesbian yeah, on the he show. just really reeks of masculinity <laughs> there was a few people who wanted to add the max and billy blakey sex scene to this list of best moments and wish it had been there to vote for and someone said it's probably my favorite sex scene of all time someone else suggested when dana said to alice or no alice said to dana you're my favorite person to do mm. stuff with um someone else said i would like to nominate let us butches take care of it when Max said that trying to get Shane to unload the truck with him as the best and worst moment of the season. The phrase has provided much comic relief when I, not a butch, say this to my girlfriend when undertaking any minor task around the house. I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. I when this around the time the show was on, my friends and I said that to each other all the time as a bit. It was so funny. You want me to read some of these comments from our I would readers? Love that. Should we Yeah. I mean, listen, they're readers too, Reese. Don't <gasps> put them in a box. That's true. I don't want to put them in a box like Oof. Dana. I guess they put her in a coffee cup. Here's one. So I'm going to make a list on Autostyle of what I think of like funny things that you guys said about season three. But I'm just going to read a few of them here. Carly could read some if you want. Also, I'll read the first one. It was one of those nightmares where you know the train is going to crash and you need to get off ASAP. But also that pretty girl keeps talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> here's another one yes we may have lost dana but we gained bet yodeling at a silent retreat a concept which has stood the test of time and entered 2020 with us <laughs> it's true true and now gains even more relevance with the jared leto oh 100 <laughs> percent. oh my god yeah that is a parallel um really real someone said i am trauma bonded to this show now which relates to something else someone said, which was this season exposed me to toxins that I'm still working through. <laughs> um, so in general, um, people really didn't like it. Yeah, it's a lull. It's a, yeah. But some people did like it. For example, one person said, I think I like it a lot more than anyone else does. It was the most recent season out when I first watched The L Word as a high schooler. I must have been 16 and out for about a year when I watched it. The scene where Max fucks Billy was a revelation for my tiny trans self. I still think about that scene and think it's the hottest sex scene in the whole show, except maybe Shane and Sherry by the pool. 
Dana dying coincided with me having my first girlfriend and it suddenly occurred to me I was going to love people and spend the rest of my life worrying about the death of the people I love in this way that never felt ever left me. Welcome. I can't listen to you or my sunshine. <laughs> I can't listen to you or my sunshine without getting a real sick feeling in my stomach. Wow. There's another comment here that says it was an emotional roller coaster, but Shane's hair finally looked good. Did it? Mm hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. My favorite of her hair is season two, for sure. I like when she wears the very tiny yeah. glasses. <laughs> That's only yeah. when she's yeah. cutting hair. <laughs> only when she's cutting Sherry Jaffe's hair. Yeah. You gotta put the Sherry Jaffe she needs glasses. She to really see every oh, strand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone else noted, emptiness is loneliness and loneliness is cleanliness <laughs> and cleanliness is godliness and God is empty, just like me, thanks to the season of the L word. <laughs> Hell yeah. Smashing pumpkins. But something about this show, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people in our community revisit this show during this very particular this time, time period because it's familiar. It's nostalgic in a way like it kind of serves the same purpose as like for me, my favorite shows are Buffy and Daria. And so it's, you know, it brings you peace and it brings you community and it's familiarity to get you through a really tough time. And yeah, even mm -hmm. for just like the first two episodes of the season, even though they were insane, it did make me forget oh, just for a bit. You know, it's like the moment when you first <laughs> yeah. wake up and then you remember again yeah. and then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh -huh. But it's like the brief moments yeah. of of joy and the brief moments of distraction that I'm just chasing after these days. Mm -hmm. And the L yeah, word season true. three might be that for some. And we have to appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. The real bummer here is that it's leaving Netflix. By the time this uh, this episode that you're listening to right now is airing, it will already be gone. Wow. Coincidence. Do you know if it's going to be the timing else? is a little <laughs> too suspicious. <laughs> it is a little suspicious. However, they can watch it on Hulu. OK. Oh, well, that's chill. OK, listen up, folks. It's on Hulu. <laughs> um. Oh, now let's do the Mad Lib. OK, so Brittany. Um, I'm going to tell you the thing and you have to give me uh, okay. the words for it, okay? Adjective. Terrifying? Um, noun. Mm, let's say Lysol. <laughs> okay. Um, brand, say a brand oh, name. Lysol would have worked better for there. So let's say Clorox. <laughs> <laughs> Sensing a theme here. Adjective? Uh, lonely. <laughs> A type of bag or luggage of some kind. A contaminated Ziploc bag. <laughs> L word Mad Libs pandemic edition. <laughs> Verb of something that you do on a computer. You just blog. You know, you blog and you blog until you can't blog anymore. <laughs> <laughs> a noun that is related to computers in some way. Hmm. A noun that is related to computers in some way. The CDC website. Um, what is the uh, next? A department of a workplace. Like, you know, HR or something. Uh, payroll. Yeah. <laughs> um, adjective. Depressing. Uh, verb. Isolate. <laughs> a type of like employee. Like a position at a company um emergency room doctor <laughs> adjective 
infected. <laughs> this is going to be really <laughs> sad. <laughs> okay, a verb that works with to, like yeah, I could you could put to after it, like come to or whatever. Retreat to? A type of fabric. Latex glove. <laughs> um something you do like a way that you like a verb of something that you do when you're mm. bored. I meditate. A spa or medical treatment? A body scrub? Like a scrub down? <laughs> uh, something that kids do? They make a puppet show. An event for rich people? Getting, getting tested. Getting yeah. tested. <laughs> <laughs> like the Met Gala. Okay, so first we'll read the original. Brittany can play Jenny. I'll play the man and the other man. And Carly can play Max. Who's playing wife? And the wife. Right. Okay, I'll play the man and the wife. And you'll play the other man and Max. And I'm Jenny okay. the whole time? You should, no, you so should I'm the, the other, other man, man and Jenny? Yeah, first reading the original, the yeah. original scene. Um, my quantum photon ship is going to blow everything else out of the water. It's great. The method where is totally becoming a regular feature of my toolkit. I want to develop a program that navigates documentation for IT process best practices. I like the way you think, Max. Original thinkers are our most valuable pieces of manpower. I've always been really interested in technological innovation. Come talk to me, Max. I already have the market texture. Jenny, and then they notice Jenny's bored. Jenny, my wife glazes over too when I get going on this stuff. I'm sorry, do I appear a little spaced out? I think about all kinds of things while I'm out with these guys. I think about my pedicure, my kids' homework, my charity auction. I'm thinking about a story that I'm working on about how I, when I was 12, I used to masturbate like 20 times a day. And I'm not sure whether I should make it like fiction or like a New Yorker style essay piece. I don't know. Yes. A great scene. Amazing. Okay. So now do all we right. read it again with the Mad Libs responses oh that, God, yes. that Brittany gave us with before knowing the scene? Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> Take two. My terrifying Lysol is going to blow everything else out of the water. It's great. The Clorox is totally becoming a lonely feature of my contaminated Ziploc bag. <laughs> I want to blog a CDC website that navigates documentation for payroll process depressing practices. I like the way you isolate, Max. Original emergency room doctors are our most infected pieces of manpower. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've always been really interested in technological innovation. Wow, that sentence just got to stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Retreat to me, Max. I already have the latex texture. Jenny, my wife meditates too when I get going on this stuff. I'm sorry, do I appear a little spaced out? I think about all kinds of things when I'm out with these guys. I think about my body scrub, my kid's puppet show, the Met Gala. Yeah, I'm still thinking about a story that I'm working on about how when I was 12, I used to masturbate like 20 times a day. And I'm not sure whether I should make it like fiction or like a New Yorker style essay piece. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Well, great job, everyone. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs> so... Thanks, everybody, for coming along this wild technological ride with us. Well, hopefully, if you listen to this and you've gotten uh -huh. to this point in the episode, maybe you laughed or something during listening to this, and maybe that's good. <laughs> that's all we've yeah. got, really. 
all yeah that's all it is all we have i think is um laughs right yeah yeah every time i laugh out loud i feel first of all i feel like i'm talking to someone which i don't get to feel a lot um but i'm like oh yeah i can still laugh Mm -hmm. you know that's that's nice that's all that's gotten me (laughs) through this and for now (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah there's been pockets of of joy Mm -hmm. it's like just like season three you know life yeah truly (laughs) there's slivers of hope slivers of good yeah there's a whole track to a waterfall and then there's like carmen doing a dance for 30 seconds (laughs) nice and in july that dance is going to be us (laughs) exactly um okay guys Brittany, thank you for joining us remotely hey I got nothing else on my plate. You know, it's, uh, we, we all got some free time on our hands. Um, <laughs> where can everyone find you uh, on the internet? Sure. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brit27Ash. And you can find me at my apartment <laughs> for a very long time. Same, but at my apartment. Yeah. Otto uh, yeah. has been tweeting a lot lately. <laughs> You have been. <laughs> you, I actually like this is pathetic to put in, but I think it's because usually when I think about a tweet, I'm like, this doesn't apply to anyone's life. Like no one else is having the same experience I am. I have a weird life and no one understands, like no one thinks it's funny or interesting. And now I'm like, oh, we all, now I'm like, we are all having the same experience. Maybe I do have something to say. Yeah. This is very universal. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, so it's, I don't know what day of this it's, it is but <laughs> there's no way of knowing <laughs> no but you should uh come to autostraddle um and follow us on instagram because we're also trying to do some live events this week and some social stuff so that you can have community when you are um all locked up in your house or apartment and we also are trying to do a bunch of stuff on the website to build community too because we know that everyone's really isolated right now and so you should definitely check that out you should also follow to ellen back on instagram to Ellen back and you should also definitely look at Australia on Monday because I'll have a list of things that I think worked for a funny list of how you felt about season three awesome hell yeah thank you both for having me thanks for coming should we do an L word oh I didn't prepare <laughs> it's funny because I never do um, you always say you didn't prepare like <laughs> but you never prepare I know one day I'm going to be prepared okay are you guys ready Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Lysol. Lysol. Lisa left I Lopez. Did we, you and me and Reese both said Lysol. <laughs> I've said Lisa left I Lopez before, I think. You did? I think so. I, did I? Maybe. I think I did. Um, I might be giving myself too much retrospective credit. Reese, this is the first time we've ever that. said the exact same L word. I know it is. I was thought Brittany was going to say it too. And I was like, this will be yeah, it. This will be the one triumph it, of the week. Yeah, but since I already said it at one point, I was like, right. that would be too obvious of me. So, yeah. Well, we did it. Uh, we did it, guys. So season four is going to start soon. So stay subscribed to this podcast to hear, hear when we do that. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. We care about you. Yeah, stay safe. Stay home. Stay sane. Stay home if you can, if you don't have to go to work or do other things that are require leaving the house yes stay in the house bye girls in the
topping, laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way that.